what's up? I'm Amanda Costco, and you're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, a podcast exploring the intersection of fashion and technology. Thanks so much for tuning in. On today's show, I'm speaking with a model and entrepreneur who goes by the name Andrea C. Her startup is called Model Mob, and it's an app for finding and booking talent. In a digital marketing landscape that's ever hungry for visual content, Model Mob introduces itself as the Airbnb for models, aiming to solve the disconnect between talent and agents. The app lets models more efficiently book and get paid for gigs, while eliminating the friction for agents. It's an interesting glimpse into the world of modeling and how one Toronto startup is using technology to disrupt the way things are done. Right now, my conversation with Andrea C., the founder of Model Mob. So, Andrea, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. So for those who don't know, what is Model Mob and where are you based? If you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so we are actually based out of Toronto. Model Mob is an on-demand booking app that connects clients and models. So we have an in-app real-time messenger, clients and models, clients post jobs, models accept them. The payment is direct 24 hours after job completion and the client and the model can rate each other. So it's sort of like an Airbnb of modeling. Yeah, or an Uber of modeling. So yeah, as I understand it, the app is currently in a pre-launch phase. When do you plan on launching? We actually just soft launched this like weekend. We are in the app store officially. You can download Model Mob. Right now, we don't have the desktop version or the Android. That's coming soon. So as of now, you can download it in the app store. Okay, so it's just freshly launched and you're just getting it going. I'm very excited about the prospect here of what this community can do, but maybe to provide some context for listeners who are not models or not in the agency world, how are models currently searching for work and booking gigs? And maybe if you could speak a little bit about how your app improves on this process. Yeah, so right now, if you are basically in the modeling industry, if you're a model, there's two ways to find work. One, I would say through an agency, and two is independently online through different websites or recommendation or yeah so if you're a client so the way to sort of how it works now is if you're a client you would contact an agency give them like a budget they would reach out to their models and they have about let's say like 50 models in the roster and submit them for these jobs but there's a lot of jobs out there that aren't necessarily also for agency models like trade shows and car shows conventions experiential marketing there's a lot of places where business is done and where they require, like, you know, models per se. And they post jobs on, like, you know, different websites online. So this process can be really time-consuming and inefficient and slow, especially when it comes to payment. So what we're trying to do in this case, and me being a model, I've experienced some of these issues myself, we're sort of simplifying this process. Yeah, because I can imagine that as somebody who is talent looking for work, you have to scour all the different sites. And that's very time consuming, as you're imagining. And then the other piece is the follow up. You're also chasing down your payments, which is time consuming as well. So I can understand why there's a need for an aggregate. On the other side, I can imagine that there's a lot more talent needed in the industry. We become such a image heavy culture and an experience heavy culture that there is probably a lot of gigs out there that as you were mentioning don't go through agencies and 
as a model who's just starting out, perhaps an agency might be out of reach to get going. So I can really see the use case for the Airbnb or the Uber of of modeling or of talent in general. So I think it's an interesting spot that you're in. I'm wondering what your thoughts are on how the modeling industry has changed in light of platforms like Instagram. Well, exactly. And you touched on some of those things. I think that I think it's changed in two ways, mainly how to be a model and who can be a model has changed. In terms of becoming a model, and like you were saying, especially if you're new, platforms like Instagram have sort of democratized the modeling industry and, and the process of becoming a model. So with Model Mall, we want to take it one step further. So by doing that, we hope to place sort of the power in the hands of models and clients. So you can model now with Instagram and even with Model Mall, you can build a following and a name for you. Well, on Instagram currently, you can build a following and a name on your own and actually get paid directly for it. Yeah. It's made it easier to access jobs as well as doing business. It's become more transparent and I think safer. And secondly, it's also changed who is considered a model today. You don't have to, you no longer have to be a six foot tall, skinny, real thin model. I think we as a society have, have been connected and exposed to a variety of people that we now consider models. And that may have not fit the societal standards years ago when we only had newspapers and magazines and television. So in other words, the modeling umbrella has gotten larger and there really is work for everyone out there. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point that our kind of standards of beauty have changed. And I think along with that, Instagram has kind of ushered in this whole body positivity, you know, feeling that I'm really enjoying participating in and, you know, consuming media that is along that wavelength. So it's definitely opened up who can be a model. I'm wondering, like, for your clients, can they go in? And when, when I say clients, I mean the the people who are booking the talent, can they go in and say, okay, I want somebody that's like from Toronto of this ethnicity and with like, you know, this many followers on Instagram. I guess what I'm asking is, are you selling people as talent or as influencers or as both? That's a really good question. And we can do all of that, all of the above. So if you're a client, for example, if you want to post a project on there, you would select what you're looking for. So if you're looking for an influencer, if you're looking for a promo model, a runway model, or whatever the category may be. And then when you post the job, we have, that's sort of one of our saucers in the app, as I would say, is the push sort of notification. So, and, and by that, I mean, if you post a job and you put, let's say you're looking for somebody 10K plus, location Toronto, five foot five, brown hair, and that's what you put out there. Girls that fit that or that have those descriptors in their profile will be pushed to you. So you're not going to go have to, you know, look through a bunch of talent that doesn't fit your criteria. Got it. Okay, so it's becoming very specific. And I I think that's fantastic because I think that marketing strategies are getting more sophisticated and people, yeah, they're really starting to need to know what they want and who they want to be the face of of their campaign and their branding, even if it's just for something as simple as, you know, a piece of clothing on an Instagram portfolio. Right. So if I want to be a part of this, let's say, how do I sign up as, as talent or as a model? Is there a barrier for entry? Do you vet people or is anyone allowed to join? We do vet people. We have about a couple hundred models on there right now, but at the same time, we vet people as in we want to make sure they're real, but we, we don't have, 
I guess, the typical standard of, you know, an agency where, okay, we want, we need you to look this way or be a certain way. So the criteria is you're a professional. It's a lot more open. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're professional. Yeah, because you want to make sure that you're providing professional talent rather than someone who maybe has an interest. Exactly. Got it. Okay. Exactly. So there is a and vetting you know, you process. You have an interest in it. Where, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the other thing, though. You don't, you don't have to be a professional model in terms of, like, you've been doing it for 10 years and you have, like, magazine parachutes. If you're somebody who wants to start out and it's, you know, daunting walking to an agency and having to be, quote-unquote, good enough or approved by an agent, you know, you might have done a bunch of test shoots and, you know, you have the professional work, but you're still starting out and you want to get into it. Yeah. That would be also somebody who we'd like to have on there. And do you see Model Mob as the new sort of agency? Do you think modeling agencies are maybe a thing of the past and this is the way that this type of transaction for talent will happen in the future? I definitely think that in today's day and age, I mean, with technology at you know, it's hit the transportation and hospitality industry with Airbnb and, and Uber. And I think definitely the modeling industry has been left behind in terms of technological advancement. So I do think this sort of more on-demand booking is definitely the future. In terms of not needing agencies, I think there will, there will probably always be a need for them. And the market is huge. I mean, I think there's work, again, for everyone in terms of agencies as well. But we're trying to make the process easier. And we're not trying to alienate the agencies either. Some people might see this as, a, as, you know, a competition in some terms, but we just see it as potential partnership. Yeah, well, you're definitely identifying an area that needs improvement. So obviously there's a space that the agency world isn't covering, and that's why right. something what you're doing is definitely needed. So Andrea, I want to ask, you mentioned you were a model before. So how did you get into this? So I got into this. I've been modeling for like 10 years on and off, but my path was a little bit unofficial like most models because I went to, my parents are European and they were very strict. So I had to finish school and first and get a job. And as you may know, that's one of the other things in the industry is that, you know, your career as a model kind of ends at like, or you used to kind of end at like 23, 25. And mine kind of started around that time. So the way I began was not, I was just skinny. So I got people just, we're like, okay, you should just model your skinny. So I've been kind of doing it part-time for about like 10 years. But after finishing school, I went and I worked for a startup for three years. So I have a tech background. In terms so of your work experience. Me, yeah, yeah which, which gave me insight and knowledge into tech. And it gave me a little bit more confidence when entering into this particular space. So the way I got into particularly creating Model Mob, I was actually, and we just did a, because we just launched, so we posted this actually also on our, we did like a little history of Model Mob on our blog, but. I was actually on a, I was like, my ex and I broke up. I had just left my day job, the marketing digital startup I was working on. And I was in Europe and I was kind of complaining to my friend. I was like, what? Like, and I've heard a lot of models complain about this, about, you know, waiting three months sometimes to get paid by your agency. It can take up to 90 days for payment to be processed. And then dealing with like these creepy, and, and we've kind of coined the term photographers. Hmm. And just like, it was very difficult and it's kind of silly to find work and access jobs. And my friend was like, what do you mean? Like, it's, at the time it was 2014. He's like, isn't there an app or something about that? I was like, and well, this light bulb went off. And I'm like, oh my God, there isn't, but there will be. And that was sort of, that was sort of the beginning, well, the end of my complaining and the beginning of this sort of realization of this problem. And I was like, I'm having this issue. And I can tell you, I, modeled around the world and I went like from the States to Europe to Asia 
And every single model I met has complained about one of those three issues that I mentioned. And some models even have to quit modeling because you just can't sustain a lifestyle where you have to wait for three months to get paid. So I was like, you know, there's got to be, I know people feel the same way about this. So, and having my tech background, I started, you know, wireframing it. And, you know, two years later, that same friend is now a business partner. And we have two other very intelligent guys that are also part of the team. One who, in fact, actually also works for Uber. And here we are now and a bit years later and we've launched in the app store so that's sort of like a quick history yeah no that's great and we'll put the link up on electric runway to the blog post that you mentioned so that if people want to take a full read of the founder story i really love that so you're saying right now it's a four-person team on model mob and you know hoping to expand in the near future yes very cool so do you know who your biggest competition is in this space? Do you have competition? Yes and no. I mean, we don't really, we really do not see it as competition because I feel like there's an area of, there's a gap that needs to be bridged. And we don't see really anyone in particular, the competitor, but like I was saying earlier, as more of a potential partner. So what we really want to do is empower models and collaborate with them and really with anyone out there who is sort of in this space. I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, no, that's great. And then what type of clients are you working with right now that you're providing the talent to? So right now, the clients that we're working with is some, I guess I would say, A-level brands, clubs, businesses, locally and in North America. Yeah. That's great. And so I'm assuming that the app makes money by taking a percentage of the booking fee. Am I correct? That's correct. How much do you take? We take a percentage from the client and a percentage from the model. So it's split between the two. So it sort of minimizes. So rather than taking it from the talent, what you're saying is you kind of, you spread out because you're providing a service connecting these two. Exactly. And it's much less than an agency. And and the way we, the amount is decided is we have an algorithm that defines the optimum commission based on, you know, who the model is and who the client is based on the ranking on the app. Oh, great. Okay. And so I think that this sounds awesome in theory. And now I'm thinking about impracticality. What are some of the challenges you're going to face in the future? How are you going to deal with disputes? For example, a model doesn't show up for a gig or a client doesn't pay. How are you going to deal with that? So one of the value adds, I guess, for both model and client is the rating system, which gives you a bit of an idea of and a history of who the model and the client is. So after every job is complete, you rate the client, you rate the model. So that's sort of the first checkpoint before you hire somebody, which aids into this sort of problem. We also have an in-app, real-time in-app messenger, so clients and models can communicate with one another if somebody's running late. So you don't, you know, it's also safer. You don't have to exchange phone numbers and stuff like that. But if all of these sort of tools don't help and a model still doesn't show up, we will issue a refund to the customer. In terms of the client not paying, that's actually one of our values for models, secure payment. So when you post the job as a client, before you can actually you know, put it out there, we ask for your credit card information. Ah, okay. And we, hold a, and we hold the payment. And then once obviously the job's complete, the client gets charged. 24 hours later, the payment goes into the model's account. Yeah, um, so it really is taking a lot so of really that. Ensure, yeah. It ensures the funds are there to pay for the job. There really is no worries about the client not paying. Again, this is more similar kind of like Airbnb. I don't know if you've ever used it, but where, you know, in terms of holding the payment and ranking. Absolutely. Yeah. I have used it. I just wanted to know if that was something that you modeled yourself after, not only in branding, but also in execution. So 
I think that's fantastic. And I think it's also professionalizing an industry that for some reason we haven't considered professional. I I think a lot of your speaking to the kind of different personalities that people have to deal with in the modeling industry and the creepy photographers and everything like this adds to that narrative that, you know, modeling is not a professional gig and people don't take it seriously. But when you're asking for the money up front and when you're adding a rating system, people are made very aware very quickly that this is a space for professional talent. And I think it will dictate how people interact on your platform. So I think it's fantastic. I'm glad you touched on that because I feel like unfortunately the modeling industry is very, you know, it's it's looked at as sort of, I don't want to say a joke, but it's just not real. You know what I mean? And I can tell you models work overtime and work late. And I mean, unless you've gone through it, you really don't sort of understand the scope and realm of sort of the physical toll it takes on you. And a lot of people don't take it seriously. And I think there's a lot of also online platforms now that sort of you can search for jobs and it's just, you know, postings like Craigslist and stuff like that where this sort of legitimizes it. Absolutely. And I think that's yeah. sort of most definitely legitimizes it. And like you said, it makes it a real thing. Like, you know, you can't just sort of create girls or, you know, this is a tool where you want to hire a model for a job. There needs to be a payment in exchange for it. Yeah, absolutely. And so how do you plan on growing? I mean, you just did the soft launch. It's going to be available soon, you know, for people who are interested. How do you plan on growing in the next, you know, let's say two years? We plan on launching in different cities. So we first, we've launched now in Toronto, and then we're going to move to the other, you know, fashion capital cities, Montreal, Vancouver, New York, LA, Miami. So we plan to grow that way. Toronto is a starting point. But also we hope to collaborate with social media influencers. I mean, ultimately, the support from the models is how we're really going to grow. We built this for the models and, you know, clients who want to eliminate the BS in between of, you know, creating these projects and then and, and models doing what they love. Because really, at the end of the day, we do because we love it. And we want to help them, you know, in this sort of process and make their lives easier. So it's going to be up to the models now. Let's like create this platform for them and we want them to, to use it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think they will. So Andrea, I have a couple of questions for you before I let you go. Why did you decide to launch in Toronto? You know, Toronto is a little bit underrated when it comes to tech and fashion, but I think there's a lot of potential here and a lot of things come out of Toronto, especially now. I mean, Toronto is such a hot city at the moment. And I think we're finally sort of making a name for ourselves. You know, we have Google options here. We have some of the big Facebook office down here. So, and plus me and my other founders were all from Toronto. So this just seems the most organic and natural sort of process to launch in Toronto. Plus, I know personally, like spending a lot of time here, that there's a need for something like this. So I can kind of firsthand, you know, make those contacts and the relationships and, and just literally put it in the hands of the people that I know can use and need this app immediately. Yeah. Yeah, I think Toronto's a great test market too. I think it's very diverse and you'll get a good understanding of how people are going to use the app. And then when you take that to other cities, you'll be ready for the type of traffic that New York would bring and LA and, you know, all those other cities that are very heavy in the entertainment space as well. So as a right, final... Exactly. start small and then grow from there. Yeah. As someone working at the intersection of fashion and tech, what do you think fashion can learn from tech? And what do you think tech can learn from fashion? Well, I feel fashion can learn a lot from tech, and, and we touched on this a little bit earlier, but I think fashion industry is behind in terms of technological advancement. 
like I said, transportation and hospitality has progressed. And I think it's time for the model industry to upgrade the way it does business. So, yeah, I think it can learn how to be just more efficient. Innovative, safer. perhaps. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of, you know, things in technology now that we might even take for granted that make our lives a lot easier. So I think definitely fashion can learn a lot from tech. In terms of tech, learning from fashion, I think there needs to be more women in the tech space. Absolutely. The fashion industry is obviously, you know, full of women and, you know, it's a beautiful industry. And I think tech is kind of lacking the female presence. There's just not enough women in the space, I think. I mean, personally, I know one other girl who's in tech and it's not in, enough. In all of my traveling <laughs> and, 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 you know, being in tech and in fashion, maybe if I sat down, I could maybe list, find another one that I can think of on top of my head, but it's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely agree with it. So, Andrea, how can people stay in touch with you and follow what you're doing with Model Mob? Well, if they want to stay in touch with me, they can follow me on my personal Instagram. All of the things revolving around modeling and traveling. So, my Instagram is Batman Bambi. Mm-hmm. And anything Model Mob related at model.mob on Instagram, I would say that would be the best way. Very cool. Well, we'll put up links yeah. on Electric Runway so people can follow you and your model travel. Instagram as well as Model Mob. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. That was my conversation with Andrea C of Model Mob. To see screenshots of the app and to find out how you can download it yourself, check out electricrunway.com. For daily fashion tech freshness, I invite you to follow Electric Runway on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We're at electric underscore runway. You can also tweet me personally. I'm at Amanda Costco. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, here's looking towards the future. Music from today's episode by Andrew Applepie.